and welcome back. If this is your first time joining us, we are currently in a study called, Who is this King of Glory? Encountering the glory of Jesus in our everyday lives. My name is Nikita Reno, and I am excited to get into the word with you. So this week, we are gonna be reading in Matthew 14, verses 13 through 21, and this is the miracle where Jesus feeds the 5,000. So this is one of the only miracles that's recorded in all four gospels, aside from the resurrection. Um, I'm sure many of you have heard this as a sermon. It may have even graced your Sunday school felt boards, but we are going to dive into this story today. So let me just set the scene for you about what's going on before this miracle happens. So Jesus has just heard about the death of John the Baptist. He is also getting reports from all his disciples on what they've been doing since he has sent them out. And he himself, he has been teaching in different towns. He's been healing people with very little time to rest or time to eat in between. So Jesus is just wanting to go to a place so he and his disciples can rest. And haven't we all been there when there's so much happening in our lives that we just need a minute? We just need some time to, to rest and recharge. And this is where Jesus is right now. So he and his disciples decide to get into a boat and cross the Sea of Galilee to go across to the other side to a more secluded and quiet place so they can rest. But here's the thing. When the people in the surrounding towns hear that Jesus is leaving, they walk on foot to go to the other side. See, they have heard him teach, they have seen him heal the sick, and they're interested and they want to know more about him. They want to hear more from him. So by the time Jesus and his disciples get to the other side, the crowd is already there. And I love what it says in verse 14. It says, when Jesus landed and saw the large crowd, he had compassion on them and he healed them. This is the glory of the Lord's compassion on display. He sets his needs aside, the need for rest, the need for some time to just rejuvenate. He sets those needs aside for others. And it's the same glory of his compassion that was displayed on the cross right? When he laid down his life for us so that we could have eternal life. We have such a wonderful Savior and I am, I'm so thankful for it. So Jesus begins teaching and healing the people in the crowd. And as evening approaches, the disciples approach him and say, hey, Jesus, we think you need to send this crowd away so that they can go get something to eat. Because remember, they're in a secluded place, so there are no villages nearby that they can just go grab food. Now, Jesus is about to say something that on the surface sounds ridiculous, but we know that Jesus always has a greater plan. So he says to the disciples, they don't need to go away, you feed them. Now, just as a reminder, this miracle is called the feeding of the 5,000, but that number, the 5,000, only includes the men. Counting women and children, scholars believe that this crowd could have been as large as 20,000 people. Now, just for reference, that's about the capacity of Madison Square Garden in New York City. So he has given the disciples an impossible task, but nevertheless, the disciples, they scour the crowd and they find this little boy who has brought his lunch. Shout out to that little boy's mama who had him prepared. 
And they say to Jesus, we have here only five loaves of bread and two fish. We have here only. Listen, when it comes to food and only, I understand and I'm sure you can relate. Hear me out. When I think about food and onlys, I immediately think about dessert because it's my favorite. And then I think about my adorable three-year-old niece and nephew. And I promise, I feel like kids have a like spidey sense when it comes to these kinds of things because see, they happen to show up and ask for a bite when I only have one bite left. And listen, if it is my mama's cream cheese pound cake, I do not want to give it up. It is all that I have, right? But aren't we that way in other areas of our lives as well? Like, I only have so much time to give or I only have so much strength or patience left for the situation. And so we cling to that only because we feel like it's not enough. So we cling to it ourselves, hoping that it will sustain us. Or what about that other type of only that makes us feel inadequate? Like, I only have this much life experience what kind of impact or influence can I have? Or, I only know this much of the Bible, how can I share about Jesus? See, the disciples were in a similar situation when they felt that what they had to offer Jesus, it was inadequate, it was not enough. So again, they say to Jesus, we have here only five loaves of bread and two fish. And Jesus says five simple words. He says, bring them here to me. And they brought Jesus the bread and the fish and he blessed it and he gave thanks and he put it in the hands of the disciples so that they could give to the people. And as the disciples passed it out, it multiplied and the people were satisfied, they were full. And not only that, the disciples picked up 12 baskets full of broken pieces after everyone else had finished, meaning they had more than enough for themselves. I love this passage of scripture. And there are two takeaways that I wanna share with you. The first one is this, God gets glory when we bring him our only. God's majesty and splendor is on display when we offer him all that we have left. See, in our hands, that only is limited to our abilities. It is limited to our strength. But in the hands of Jesus, it is blessed, it is strengthened, and it is multiplied until it is more than enough. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly far above all that we can ask or think, bring God your only and trust that ultimately he is going to make it more than enough and he is going to make it for your good and for his glory. And here's the second one. God wants to partner with us to display His glory to the world around us. See, Jesus could have easily caused bread and fish to appear in the hands of the people there. Similar to what God did for the Israelites in the desert when He caused manna to appear on the ground. But instead, Jesus chose to partner with His disciples. He gave them the provisions to give the people. And did you catch in that story where Jesus broke the bread and He gave it? There are other parts of scripture where it mentions bread being broken and given. 
Jesus broke the bread at the Last Supper and gave it to the disciples and said, Remember me. And then Jesus, the bread of life, was broken on the cross so that we would have access to salvation and eternal life. This is such a beautiful picture of the body of Christ and that we have the privilege and the honor to share the bread of life with those around us, to share the glory of who Jesus is to those around us. See, He takes our onlys that make us feel inadequate, make us feel like we're not enough. He takes that and multiplies it so it's more than enough for us. It's more than enough for our families, our friends, and the communities around us. Earlier this year, I was clinging to my own onlys. I was dealing with some very challenging and difficult life events. I had fallen into some old sin habits and I was in a place of depression and isolation and no one knew. I was clinging to the only hope I had left, but it felt like it was slipping through my fingers like sand. And I remember one night in a moment of vulnerability crying out to the Lord and I said to Him, I don't want to be here anymore. I can't handle it. I barely have any hope left. And I heard Him say to me, give me what you have. And in that moment, I mustered up all of the hope I had left. I messaged a friend for help. And that moment was a catalyst for me. I am now in a place of having more joy than I've ever had. I am walking in the complete and full freedom that God has for me. I have restored hope, restored faith, and restored trust in the Lord. And not only that, I am able to share the testimony of what God has done in my life with others. And now I am seeing those people around me take steps to walk into the fullness and the freedom that God has for them all because I chose to relinquish that hope that I was trying to cling to, trying to sustain on my own, all because I gave it to the Lord, my only for His glory. Listen, there is no such thing as too little or inadequate or not enough in the hands of our Father. He is our shepherd. He is the supplier of our need. So I encourage you, if you find yourself in a place where you're clinging to an only, I only have so much patience left for the season that I'm in. I only have so much hope left in waiting. I wanna encourage you to hear those words that Jesus spoke to the disciples that day. Bring them here to me and trust that God is gonna make it more than enough he is going to make it for your good and for His glory. Amen.